Welcome to today's podcast on the prophetic. In my previous podcast lessons, I was sharing on the fact that God desires to communicate with us and that He uses various means to do so. Um, also shared about the gifts of the Holy Spirit and also discerning what we are receiving from the Lord, whether that is from the Lord. And today, I'm going to delve into one of the gifts of the Holy Spirit, the gift of prophecy, to help us understand more on this area so that we can learn to operate in the gift of prophecy um, through the power of the Holy Spirit. So let us pray. Father, we thank you for this time. We ask that, Lord, you bring revelation to our hearts what prophecy is about and how we can be your vessels, O oh Father, for you to move through us to operate in this gift more and more. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So firstly, what is prophecy? Prophecy contains either or all of this, a message from the Lord, instructions from Him, a prediction of future events, a confirmation of what's happening in our lives as well. And God does speak through the prophetic community in Hebrews 1 verse 1. It says, In the past, God spoke to our ancestors through the prophets at many times and in various ways. So He does bring up His word, His revelation through the prophetic community. And prophecy itself is the mind of Christ poured forth to us. In Revelations 19 verse 10, for it is the spirit of prophecy who bears testimony to Jesus. God instructs us, God shows us as uh, prophecies are brought forth. And prophecy is also the will of God revealed. In 2 Peter 1, 21 says, for prophecy never had its origin in the human, but prophets through Though humans spoke from God as they were carried along by the Holy Spirit. This is where God brings revelation of His will, of His purposes uh, for our lives. And prophecy is one of the means in which He brings forth. It's also the intention of God to His people. He makes known what is His heart. He makes known to us what is um, in His plans for us as well. And that's how He makes known His intention to us. So that's prophecy in the very nutshell. But let's look at sources of prophecy. Well, there are three key sources. Firstly, the Holy Spirit. He is the true source by whom God speaks prophetically to His people. The scriptures tells us in 1 Corinthians 12, verse 7 to 10, Now to each one of the manifestation of the Spirit is given for the common good. And verse 8 to 1, there is given the Spirit of the message of wisdom, to another message of knowledge by means of the same Spirit. And here in verse 10, to another miraculous powers, to another prophecy. So the true source by whom God speaks prophetically to His people is through the Holy Spirit. Then there's another source that could come by, the human spirit. 
In Jeremiah 23, verse 16, the Bible tells us, this is what the Lord Almighty says, Do not listen to what the prophets are prophesying to you. They fill you with false hopes. They speak visions from their own minds, not from the mouth of the Lord. This is where prophecy came through the human spirit. And that's why we need to be able to check what we have received. And we need to be able to judge uh, the prophecy due to the mixture that could occur. When we're learning to move with the Holy Spirit, we need to discern what is of the Holy Spirit and what is of our human spirit as well. Um, can I encourage you to be more careful, especially in highly emotional settings? For example, if uh, someone has a life-threatening illness, be careful to ask of the Lord um, about giving a prophetic word in such times because we may be clouded by our own emotions. So it's important that, you know, we, it's best that we pray and ask the Lord, be very careful in those times because we don't want it to be mixed with our human spirit. Another source of prophecy could come from an unholy or evil spirit. A seducing spirit can influence a person who is prophesying. And so this is why it says in 1 Timothy chapter 4, verses 1 to 2, the Spirit clearly says that in later times, some will abandon the faith and follow deceiving spirits and things taught by demons. Such teachings come from hypocritical liars whose consciences have been seared as with a hot iron. So this is where it's important as people who are growing in the prophetic that we learn to uh, really watch out for what's happening in our hearts, that we do not accumulate anger, bitterness, uh, wounding, other sinful habits or behavior that could affect our lives as this would be like a foothold for the enemy to come in to influence our lives. So friends, can I encourage you, let's allow our hearts and our lives be led by the Spirit of God and be guided by the Word of God so that whenever God moves in us and we begin to operate in the gift of prophecy, let it come forth out of that purity of heart that is flowing with the Spirit of God where the Word of God girds us with God's truth. Okay, so those are the sources. Now let's have a look. What's the value of prophecy? Why are there people who are so keen on receiving prophetic words and prophetic revelations? There must be a purpose to it. Let me share with you some key values of the prophecy. Why? It builds up the church and individuals. You see, the Bible says in 1 Corinthians 14 verse 3, But everyone who prophesies speaks to men for their strengthening, encouragement and comfort. So prophecy edifies, prophecy encourages, prophecy comforts the church. And that's why God gives us prophetic words and moves through His people so that the church can be built up. Prophecy also restores people's dignity and self-respect. Matthew 16 verse 18, And I tell you that you are Peter, and on this rock, 
I will build my church and the gates of Hades will not overcome it. You remember Peter? Peter is one of the disciples of Jesus, but you know, in his moments of moment of weakness, he denied the Lord. But yet I believe he would have remembered this word spoken by the Lord that, you know, through him on this rock of Jesus Christ, the Lord himself will build his church and is encouraging Peter. The prophetic words come to remind us again that God is one who restores our lives, restores our dignity, restores self-respect into us as well. So the first one is we builds up the church and individuals. Secondly, prophecy develops ministry effectiveness. How does it do that? Well, prophecy provides an agenda for prayer. In Daniel chapter 9, verses 2 to 3, Daniel understood from the scriptures given to Jeremiah the prophet that the desolation of Jerusalem would last 70 years. What did Daniel do? In verse 3 here it says, So I turned to the Lord God and pleaded with him in prayer and petition, in fasting and in sackcloth and ashes. You can see that Daniel himself, a man of God, of prayer, a prophetic figure in the courts of Babylon, and yet he was once so tuned to the Lord when he received that prophetic word, he understood what it was and he began to really pray and earnestly sought the Lord for God's deliverance. Prophecy can also provide evangelistic breakthroughs. And so here in 1 Corinthians 14, 24 to 25, it says, but even unbeliever or someone who does not understand comes in while everybody is prophesying, he will be convinced by all that he is a sinner and will be judged by all and the secrets of his heart will be laid bare. So he will fall down and worship God, exclaiming, God is really among you. You know, there was a time when I was at a, a camp in a North American camp and I gave a, a word of knowledge and then a prophetic word uh, towards someone in the camp itself. And uh, it, it was amazing uh, because when the person heard the word, God just really ministered to the person's life. And not only that, this person was an unbeliever, but that word, that word of knowledge that showed what her life was like at a particular point in her early years of life, what she went through. And the prophetic word encouraged her so much and really revealed that God is interested in her life. Before the end of that camp, in fact, the very next day, he actually, she actually chose to give her life to Christ and trust in Jesus. So you can see prophecy can provide evangelistic breakthroughs even in our lives. Another thing about prophecy is that it provides insight into counseling situations. In Daniel chapter 2, Daniel chapter 4, I remember a time uh, where I was just uh, counseling someone with a mentor there, a spiritual mentor there. And while just praying before the Lord, I gave the person uh, words of knowledge and a prof prophetic word for his life as well. And it really ministered to his heart because he spoke of something that was so deep inside that God wanted to bring healing and restoration. And I thank God that since that day, there was an incredible supernatural change and transformation taking place in this young man's life that only God can do. 
all glory to Him. So you can see, prophecy develops us in ministry effectiveness. And even then, prophecy can sometimes bring correction and warning. In Acts 11, 28, one of them, a prophet named Agabus, stood up and through the Spirit predicted that a severe famine would spread over the entire Roman world. And it can, by doing that, it can prepare the church, the people, to discern God's season and how they are to prepare themselves for the things ahead as well. So here you can see prophecy helps us in being more effective in ministry. Thirdly, prophecy lifts us up to the next level for what God has in store. You see, prophecy can provide direction and enhance our vision. In Acts 13 verse 2, while the disciples were worshipping the Lord and fasting, the Holy Spirit said, Set apart for me Barnabas and Saul for the work to which I have called them. You see, God began to speak to the hearts of the apostles whom He has intended to set aside for His work. And so it lifts up the work of God, the extension of His kingdom to another level. And this is where God comes in. Prophecy can inspire faith. In Joshua chapter 6, you know, God began to speak uh, into the hearts of the Israelites. In Hebrews 11 verse 30, it says, By faith the walls of Jericho fell after the people had marched around them for seven days. And it inspires faith in the people to believe God for what is only God can do, only God can bring about. That's where prophetic words when released in faith can really inspire people for the Lord. Prophecy also augments or gives courage towards spiritual warfare. In 2 Chronicles 20 verse 14, Then the Spirit of the Lord came upon Jehazel, son of Zechariah, the son of Benaiah, the son of Jael, the son of Methaniah, a Levite and descendant of Asaph, as he stood in the assembly. He said, listen, King Jehoshaphat and all who live in Judah and Jerusalem, this is what the Lord says to you. Do not be afraid or discouraged because of this vast army, for the battle is not yours, but God's. And so you can see here that God can use His prophetic words to prepare His people for the battles before them. When He comes, God fights for His people. When He speaks, God gives people courage to move forward for Him. I remember the time when I was um, just praying for a couple that was uh, getting ready to go to Africa. And, um, and, and I felt in the Lord that in the pioneering days, in the early pioneering days, uh, that uh, as they are pioneering for the purposes of God, um, that they would also meet government officials um, on the area of education. And it's like God wanting to restore worth and significance into neglected communities within the African nations that they have been sent forth to by the Lord. And I praise God. And now I'm hearing that this wonderful couple, um, by God's grace and God's power and at work in them, have started schools 
in the rural places um, where chieftains have come and, 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 and provided them the uh, ability to start schools, the, the uh, venues and, and so forth. And so here you see that God can give us that, that kind of a courage, inspire faith in us for what is to come through the prophetic words. So can I share with you something else as well? We see the value of prophecy. But can I say something as well? What is the gift of prophecy? What is it like? In 1 Corinthians 12, verse 1 to 11, it is one of the spiritual gifts given to us. Charismata, it's from the Lord, it's given as a gift. It's not man-made, it's not man-conjured, it's not by own strength or how wonderful we are with how much we know of this or that, but it's, in, it's given by the Lord to His people. Okay, it's anointed of the Lord. And here it says in verse 4, there are different kinds of gifts, but the same spirit is given in variety. God gives variety because our God is creative. So the key thing I want to encourage you is as you ask of the Lord, if you desire to move in the gift of prophecy, you ask of the Lord in faith. It's a gift from Him and it's given for the common good. It says in verse 7, its manifestation of the Spirit is given for the common good so that it can build up the church, it can inspire individuals, it can propel faith in the hearts of people towards God. It can begin to break new grounds for the purposes of God. It can help us extend God's kingdom and see many souls come into the kingdom of God, seeing breakthroughs in God. It's given for the common good. And it's a gift that's empowered by the Spirit. In verse 11, all these are the work of one and of the same Spirit. And that's why we need to realize that we need to learn to walk with the Holy Spirit. We need to learn to know Him. He is the third person in the Godhead that we need to walk closely with, that we need to connect closely with because He has so much in store for us, the power of the Holy Spirit. And this is one of the gifts empowered by Him. So then, friends, how should we respond to the gift of prophecy? Can I encourage you? See value in the gift. You know, desire to earnestly move in this gift. Desire spiritual gifts in God. 1 Corinthians 14 verse 1. Follow the way of love and eagerly desire spiritual gifts. It's so crucial that we ask of the Lord, see value. These are the days where we are entering into very interesting seasons. And all the more, let God empower us to move in us and through us so that we can expand the kingdom of God. Next thing is, how should we respond? Steward God's gift. You know, stir up our spiritual gifts. 2 Timothy 1 verse 6, for this reason, I remind you to fan into flame the gift of God, which is in you through the laying on of my hands. So stir up the spiritual gifts that God has given to you, even the gift of prophecy. So use our spiritual gifts, you know. It's, it's really, you, you learn to be, uh, as you practice, as you operate in the gift of uh, prophecy, you learn through the Lord, you learn through others, you learn through the Word of God. It's going to cause you to be better and better, brings you to the next level. So steward the gifts well. Be faithful stewards. You know, like the parable of the talents in Matthew 25, the parable of talents, one 
person was given one talent, another one with two, another one with five. The two and the five made use of those talents given to them. They steward the talents. But the one that was given one talent did not make use of it. And, and that is where God is saying, make good use of what He has provided us with and, and really be steward as, of His gifts. I remember uh, that um, just actually two days ago, um, I had uh, another team, two teammates, together three of us, we prophesied over the Zoom uh, of a team of people going forth to pioneer in another nation. We utilize the gift that God has given to us. We looked upon the Lord, we asked God for downloads to minister to them and it was powerful and all glory to the Lord. And lastly, can I say to you, let's not negate the gift. Don't be ignorant, don't let it remain uh, dormant, but you know, really, really ask God, Lord, help me to move with you. Help me to learn from you, God. Learn from others and do not despise whatever God has given to us. You know, when He gives us a gift, He will multiply that. If we are faithful with a little, He will give us more. And He wants to see that we, we really become good stewards of His gift. So do not be ignorant. Do not neglect the gift. And can I finally say, grow in the prophetic. You know, it's exercise spiritual gifts is part of a body ministry all of us has a part to play 1 corinthians 12 27 now you are the body of christ each one of you is a part of it and we are encouraged we are exhorted by the lord to minister to one another use whatever gifts he has given to us faithfully administering god's grace in all its various forms 1 peter 4 verse 10 and as you grow to use and operate in the gift of prophecy and all other spiritual gifts, it will also grow you spiritually. That's why it says in Ephesians 4 verse 16, it says, From Him, the whole body, joined and held together by every supporting ligament, grows and builds itself up in love as each part does its work. So friends, can I encourage you? Understand this whole area of the prophetic. Grow, nourish in the Lord. Let God nourish you and be a steward of the gift that He has given to you so that you may be His vessel to speak into the lives of others, to speak even in days to come. Pioneering teams, live groups that will be pioneered, different localities, nations that we would go into, as you begin to operate more and more in the gift of prophecy, let God inspire you and through you inspire many others to expand God's kingdom. May you be blessed, friends, as you grow and as you journey together, as we journey together in the prophetic. God bless you. Amen. We trust you've been blessed by the word today. Do visit www.wilsonlyling.com for more messages and teachings. For the latest news and updates, follow Facebook and Instagram, wilson.lyling.